Hi, we are Mel and Josie, and we're here to tell you that no matter how much it feels like you are screwing up every single part of your goddamn life, actually, you're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> we're never going to nail that. Were you about to go, hey, like that? It no, like I was going to. I was just going to go, hi, Josie. Oh, right. but then that is a bit like, hey. <laughs> I can never say hi on these things. It's like leaving an answering machine message. Mm. It's never going to be slick. No. I cannot leave an answering machine message to save my life. It's continuously just a bunch of just me talking to myself in a way, and then it just goes on and on and on, and then I'm like. Okay, cool. Um, bye. And I'm like, who am I saying bye? Like, why yeah. am I saying bye? I, I always repeat who I am and my phone number, just like in case I didn't get it the first sixty-seven times. Yeah, <laughs> this was Josie. Yes, four, five, two. That's literally how I sign off. Oh God, <laughs> I'm such a nerd. Um, how's your our millionth week in lockdown? It's only been actually three weeks, but very dramatic over here. Um, oh, it's um. It's okay. I like working from home. Mm. I didn't really do that last year, so I'm quite enjoying that. It's nice to not have to get completely ready yes. for work and then get a baby ready and then get her to daycare and then get myself on the light rail and then get mm. myself to work. It's mm. taking out so many of those steps. It's yeah. so good. <laughs> I think it's, it's going to be hard to like go back to all yeah. those steps. Well, I think the first thing that always that happened to me last time was that even though I was being super fit in lockdown, I went to put my jeans back on and I was like, why are these tight? Why are they tight? And that was really depressing because jeans are so like aggressively restrictive. They really are. It's so easy to like it's not even like you put on that much weight it's like I, I would have put on like two kilos but it yes. was like very apparent in the jeans department and yep. I was like fuck this is really depressing but also yeah I feel you because every morning I just get up and I just have to brush my hair and like rinse my face and do my skincare and then I'm like whoa all this makeup that's it I know forget about it it's just wild and I have like three jumpers on rotation yeah <laughs> and you don't one have to pair think. of trackies that's that's how I roll. I did treat myself to some new trackies today. I got oh delightful. I don't know if you can see them, like a green oh, yeah. pair, like a delightful. Kind of Where from? Army green, cotton on. Of course. I wasn't browsing. I was. I actually had a thing that I'd bought from there, and I just like swapped it for the pants, and then I like ran out of the shop because I did that the other day too. To I had to return two things, and it was the same. I was I was today at the supermarket. I was in and out in four minutes. Yes. <laughs> Because I check in and check out now. Yes. Now it's a game for me. I'm yeah. like, how quickly can I do this? <laughs> Fast, can I do like pushing people over in the line? <laughs> yeah. I was getting so annoyed because I was in the line and the line was like 10 people long. Mm. And everyone was perfectly socially distanced and doing mm. the right thing. But I was just like, for fuck's sake, you're ruining my time here. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm not going to get a And only like one person's now. allowed to go shopping at a time. Yes. It's yeah. pretty hectic, but it's like... It needs to be hectic. Like, yeah, probably needs to be more hectic. Dictator Dan this shit, Gladys. Let's do Honestly, it. Honestly, I don't understand. Like, 
I don't know when this is coming out, but the context <laughs> where it'll probably third be so week, stale. We're entering third week of lockdown yeah. and it looks like it's going to go longer. I would mm. be shocked if it doesn't. Yes. Um, there's predictions that it'll be till August. Mm. There's God knows what's going on. But um, yes, I also feel like there's just things. I mean, I'm in two minds because on one hand I'm like, oh, so I drove past a florist today, right? And I was like, do you really need to be open? Are you essential? I mean, is anyone really like, or are we going to like be continuously refreshing the foliage on our <laughs> kitchen table? But then I was like, it's partially about businesses and businesses staying afloat. And it's partially about protecting the community. So it's kind of like, and he had set it up where he had like, the two tables out the front, so he was the only one in the store. So he would go and right. get what you wanted. Okay. So then I was like, okay, well, then I feel bad judging him because he's doing everything right. No one would be coming into the store. Mm. Yeah. He's you know? Just, yeah. It's kind of like, you do you. But, yeah. Yeah, I wonder if the cops patrolling would think the same thing. I don't know. I think that he would be okay, but I don't even know really entirely the rules around who can open a shop because mm-hmm. I don't own a shop. No. Therefore, I don't need to worry about <laughs> so it. So you're not across the retail yes. um, regulations of COVID. Um, um, but, yeah. yes, I feel like it's been weirdly tough. I think we talked about this last week as well because we did our whole app was on COVID. But mm. um, it's just – very dull winter this year it feels very gray and london like yes it's very rainy like Mm. i've been doing a lot of walking Mm. to save my sanity and that's like an activity that i like to do with the child Mm. (laughs) because it like kills a few hours (laughs) i'm like let's go for a really long nine kilometer walk yeah and i can't do that this weekend so tomorrow when julian is at work and i'm alone with the child that's going to be interesting the child (laughs) I have several new activities that I bought that I've been safekeeping until tomorrow. Oh, nice. So I'm hoping I can entertain her. But, yeah, the the, the rain's probably good COVID-wise because it means people won't be out and won't be spreading. So I guess that's good, but it's just like oh, it is a bit, like, depressing being stuck inside. And I just don't feel like there's any good TV shows right now. Like, I've re-watched True Detective. Because yeah. I was so, like, needed something that I liked. And it was really funny because Tom and I were like, yes, let's rewatch it. I haven't seen it in ages. And he just got deeply bored within two episodes. <laughs> and me rewatching it, I was like, this is really not what I remember it being. Like, it's very, very much like a character analysis of the two lead detectives. Yes, it's like about yeah. being a detective, not really about the case. And then the case kind of becomes more of the plot in like the last two episodes but i'm like did it come out i swear it must have come out episodically because maybe we didn't notice it at the time yeah it did because it was hbo yeah yeah and we were like oh my god this is the best mystery ever but yeah. now rewatching it i'm like this is fucking slow man i mean it was still good yes i really i personally enjoyed it but it was like a slow. whole new vibe it was really like pioneering that Small town, moody detective, like troubled detectives, mismatched detectives, Mm. more about them than the case. Like that then became a cliche and we saw it like a million times. Yeah. Which we're also talking about. Or was that in our other podcast? Now I can't remember. We have another podcast if you're new to this. Oh, yes. (laughs) It's completely different. It's called The Zest is History and we just talk about stories from Australian history. Yeah. 
And that's I it. think that's where we were talking about Mayor of East Town and Broadchurch. Yes. Yes. A small town, troubled detective, blah, blah, blah. <sighs> Hook it to my veins, honestly. All I ever want, just someone constantly make this show. It's a small town. Yeah. Someone dies. Yeah. Mysteriously. It, it reveals a murky underworld mm-hmm. to the town. Mm-hmm which connects other people to the town, but we're not sure who's evil yet completely. Yep. And, and then everyone's kind flawed of, in some way. Everyone's flawed. And we've got some flawed detectives oh, too. Oh, the detective like, is so them. flawed. Yes. He or she is so flawed. Yes. And maybe partnered with someone odd couple-ish. Yes. This is yes. why I messaged you, like, in the middle of the night it felt like, to be like, have you watched The Killing? Because <laughs> The Killing ticks all those boxes, but it's not a small town, but it's a small community within a big city. Well, this is my parents are watching it because they then got right. addicted to all of these shows and the, I they can't watch True Detective because mum's too sensitive and it is pretty fucking hectic, yeah, True Detective. But um, <laughs> I think maybe you recommended The Killing yes, and then I, I recommended yes. it to them and now they're obsessed with it. So that's going to be my next one. But I'm actually watching that Fear Street trilogy. Oh, like yeah. so cheesy. The R.L. Stein. Yeah, but it's just like so thing. nice and mindless for this yeah. period. I haven't watched time. that. I haven't watched it. I still haven't watched Line of Duty season six, so that's on my list next. Yeah. But there's not much else to do really but like burn through. I mean, I'm doing puzzles, which I find such a nice mindful activity. Yes. Um, nice. But at the same time, year. only if it's medium level. It has to be medium. It can't be too easy. Yeah. But if it's too hard, it just – it veers into going from mindfulness to like actually just creating more stress and anxiety. So life. we did one last year and there was a piece missing. Oh no. No. <laughs> and we didn't realize That's for you that is the worst until thing in the world. Until we very like <laughs> we were very far into it and we were just trying to find this piece. And so it was good, but then it also became very frustrating. And then we also became quite addicted to it and like didn't want to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like doing this fucking puzzle. And then we got obsessed with Survivor, and now Survivor mm. is coming back. Mm. Like Perfect timing for you. T- eight days, not that I'm counting down. So I'm like, yeah. this is such deja vu because I'd never yeah. really watched Survivor before and there was just, like, nothing to do last yeah. year. I never watched free-to-air TV. I'm like, let's watch Survivor. Apparently it's really good. And we're a few episodes behind, caught up, and we're mm. obsessed. It was like the all-stars. And now there's Brains versus Brawn. You know, oh my god, stop. So it's like so funny because there's also Beauty and the Geek. Yes. So it's kind of like Beauty and the Geek, but set in the outback. 100%. I can't fucking wait. So that's going to get me through. Um, Brains versus brawn. I know. <laughs> so are they implying that all of the brawny people are stupid? They're dumb. Like, is that yeah. what it's going to be? They're just dumb and hot. I can't wait. Imagine if you got hired, like you got picked, and they're like, so you're on the brawn team. I would I be like, oh. But I own a business, and I'm like a very successful personal trainer. I don't care. You're brawn. You're not smart. Fuck. You you're have not a, smart. You have a, a muscle on top of your bicep. There's two <laughs> muscles on your bicep. It's like a cloud. It just keeps like going in lumpy fashion. You yeah. are brawn. <laughs> God, I mean that would be the that would be the way to go though. Pretend that you're stupid. Yes, yeah. Be built, mm-hmm. and then go on and actually be super strategic, but yep. also a giant lug of a person. That's probably who's going to win. I reckon yes. you picked the winner already. That's the winner. It's the fake, <laughs> the fake idiot, fake idiot, hot, dumb, um, smart person. I have been doing a lot of online shopping. Fuck, same. It's not good. 
Um, and that's what the topic of this episode is because so we timely. can't stop fucking shopping. Our um, whole lives since we've known I can't each other. Stop. <laughs> we just I can't stop. You know, we're very different people, I yes. think, in a lot of ways. And I think this podcast series will be interesting because we're going to bring different perspectives to things. But in this episode, we are the same person. <laughs> this same is where person. we intersect. As people, and it's probably why where we've bonded. I think. Yes, agreed. Um, and we have a fucking serious problem, mm-hmm. <laughs> both of us do. And it's funny because I think both of us are very much trying to, and we'll get to some of the ways that we try to do this, like mm. be more sustainably minded. Like we're definitely people that give a shit about the environment and want to do our make you know do our bit to help limit the amount of garbage we're putting into the environment Mm -hmm. um and you know i think that you know we i mean i'll just go into it now like we we do tend to buy like josie introduced me so one of the brands that we love is spell who are a very sustainable brand Mm -hmm. um if you don't know them they're byron bay label they make a lot of like bohemian clothes but it's very like not trend driven at all it is its own kind of style and and yeah the concept is this kind of circular fashion that, you know, you might buy a dress, but you'll wear it forever. And when you're over it, there's a huge resell community, which they encourage where it's like you could sell that onto somebody else who'll get new life out of it, which I think is really the way that we're trying to be right in this yes. world. It's like, stop buying new shit. Yeah. Just keep wearing the shit that you have. And if you are going to buy new shit, try and buy secondhand, right? Mm-hmm. And you got me onto that resale community, the brand and the resale community. Yeah. And um, I love it. <laughs> but then I become fucking addicted with buying resale things. So it's Same. like. <laughs> it's just transferring our problem elsewhere. Yes. <laughs> it's better for the environment, but it's still shit for our bank accounts. And yes. And shit lives. for our wardrobes <laughs> and like our partners and yes. <laughs> Oh, my God. It is actually so timely to do it today because I went down to do the groceries in inverted commas. Yeah. I kind of like, I forgot my keys. So Julian had to let me in the door. And so he saw in one of the Coles bags was a Australia Post bag. (laughs) He's like, what's that? I'm like, maybe a spell dress. And he was like, oh, God. (laughs) He just goes, oh, God, and walks off. There were actually two. There was a bag under the other bag. and I didn't tell him about that one. I just stuffed it in my wardrobe. (laughs) <laughs> you're like it's like, just the one spell dress and he wouldn't notice because there's so much fucking spell exactly. in your wardrobe he that he'd be like notice. oh he'll never forgot know. about that but it was just i laughed to myself because i'm like this is just classic us and just so perfect for this episode i, I the i reckon the worst i ever had it was uh I think it was last, maybe last Christmas or the Christmas before. So I usually go away with my family for two weeks up the coast. And one of them, I was up the coast and I don't know what the fuck was going on with me, but I was like buying so much shit off eBay, like so many clothes off eBay that when I got back to Sydney, because I was sending them to Sydney because yes, I was like, yeah. oh, I'm, they're not going to get up here in time. I got back to Sydney and there was like 15 packages at the door. And my, my mum was like, what? is going on with you and I was like I don't even know what I ordered I had no idea what was in them that's how bad it was I was like I don't even know what I've bought at this point um (laughs) yes I have been better this lockdown than I was the one before because I do think lockdowns 
are when we really go hard on the spending. Mm. And last lockdown, I just went to town on Cotton On because I think everybody did in a loungewear kind of way. Yes. Like we all just got obsessed with buying tracksuits. And yep. Cotton On had these track pants, they're kind of pajama pants mm. that were made of this really beautiful like bamboo. This is not a Cotton On ad, by the way. <laughs> Spell and it's Cotton just, On didn't We just not. really like Cotton On and Spell a lot. But <laughs> these two brands. <laughs> They're just good brands. They did not sponsor but, this. <laughs> but Cotton On's pa- – these pants were like sleep. They're called Sleep Recovery and they still oh, have yes. the line. Yeah, yeah. But the, the pant design originally was this really like nice, almost like a track pant style, yes. whereas now it's that drop crotch thing and I just yeah, yeah. hate drop crotches. No, I'm not into I just, dropped crotch. Drop crotches need to stop being a thing. I don't <laughs> – what is it about them that would make them more comfortable than just a regular crotch? It's not like regular crotches are like right up there. They're just I know, normal crotches. Made of like <laughs> canvas, like <laughs> cotton. <laughs> Who cares? Like why does your crotch need that much space? I don't I don't know. It doesn't need to aerate that much. It's aerating like it. already. Yeah. I'm not into it either. Maybe people that are into drop crotch pants like never get thrush. Ever. Maybe. Maybe it's the trick <laughs> to life without thrush. <laughs> a dropped crotch. <laughs> anyway, so these pants, and then they were discontinuing them. So they were on sale, like on clearance. Mm. I bought 20 pairs of them. 20? Because, yes. Because I was scared because <laughs> I was like, I love them so much. <laughs> I don't want to not have any. Yes. So instead, I'm going to buy 20 pairs of like, them. Are you exaggerating? Are you no? Legit I when I will count them and I will take a photo <laughs> and I will put it in the group. I swear to God, I've got 20 pairs. I may not have 20 anymore because a few Millie ripped. Yeah. My dog. Luckily, you had backups. Oh, luckily, I've got backups. <laughs> but I wear them every day in lockdown. They're, yeah. So right. they're my pajama pants at night in winter. They're my yeah. track pants in winter. Um, they're my work pants in lockdown. And now Tom has, like, taken to wearing them around the house too. Like, he loves them. And then I was like, <laughs> they look so bad on him. He's actually not allowed to wear them if someone's over because they're extremely, like, it's all there, if you yes, know what I mean. I was picturing it, actually. Like, <laughs> in a non-creepy not, way. I think men need drop crotch pants. He needs the room in the crotch. He needs it's the crotch room there's something extra going on there yeah it's offensive to the eyes but um yeah so it's so i don't regret it but also that is very telling of my energy with shopping is a panic there's a panic energy Mm. to the Mm -hmm. way that i shop yeah i'm a bit the same not to 20 pairs level but today i I was on the (laughs) i just do this thing where i sweep the buy swap sell pages for all of my Spell call them unicorns, mm-hmm. but it's just like whatever you have been looking for for ages. I just type yeah. in the keyword, just have a look, make sure I'm not missing. And I saw one thing, and it's not like a thousand percent something I've been dying for, but I like it. It's a good price. Mm. And I'm like, I've got that panic of maybe I'll want it in summer and regret mm-hmm. not getting it at this price. I'm still thinking about it, but I'm like, yeah. That would be three packages that would have come this week. <laughs> yeah. But that's the panic. It's like yeah. I often find if I really dissected this, like, mass consumerism energy that I have, mm. it's not that I want to own heaps of things. It's actually to do with what if X situation arises <laughs> and I don't have X, you yes. know? What if 
What if there's a wedding in a year and that's the perfect dress to <laughs> yeah. go to a wedding in as a guest and I didn't buy it? That has really been a thought that went through my head, you know, like yeah. things like that where I I, there's, I think there's two two avenues for me, which is, yeah, that panic of like, and especially with th- things with vintage and secondhand, mm. you kind of have to you panic because it's not. It again, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or discontinued track pants. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so there's a panic energy of like, mm. what if the situation arises? And it can be the most dumbest things like that, like a wedding or like one time I almost bought a vintage dress that was honest to God, like a 60s ball gown. It was beautiful. Yes. In my head, I went, oh, I could wear that when I write my book and I have a book launch that is really <laughs> fancy and it's a ball. And then I, even then I stopped myself and was like, okay, now I think this you're, you're reaching at this point. The scenarios are becoming more and more unrealistic <laughs> in your head. Yeah. What if I'm but I think nominated for an that. Oscar for the screenplay <laughs> adaptation of my book and yes. I have to go to the Oscars and I need to be black tie? I definitely yeah. need this 60s ball gown yeah. for the Oscars in three years' time. <laughs> there could time. never be another dress that would be perfect for it. <laughs> oh, um, and the other avenue, I think, is wanting, like, feeling like I don't have a – it's kind of like a capsule wardrobe, but it's it, capsule is a very, like, loose term for it. Yeah. Where I've got enough stuff to, I guess, build an outfit easily in the morning. Like my my vision is, and I feel like you would have this as well, mm. this this vision where I breezily open my cupboard <laughs> and there's just a plethora <laughs> of things that I could be wearing that day and I just pull together an outfit at yeah. ease yeah. quickly and I just look amazing and then I strut out of the house and I feel good and I look I feel good because I look good and I and like what like, I'm wearing. There's like a sassy pop song playing in yeah, the montage suddenly I of see. Life. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's always suddenly I see from Devil Wears Prada. Yeah. That, that that montage at the beginning, that is why I shop. Yes. That is why I shop. I want to be the girl that walks out in the leather coat mm. and the, the scarf around her neck, even though it's not 2005 anymore. Yeah. And her breezy hair and then she waves the cap. That's me. Yeah. And that, this is now an important time to bring up the fact that because we used to work together and see each other every day, despite the fact that we have so many clothes, you and I would literally wear <laughs> the same, like, maybe, I would say, five to ten outfits yes. every day. <laughs> yes. It was like, what are all these things in my cupboard doing? Like, they, in theory, we were like, yes, that'll be a cute work outfit. And then I would wear the same fucking Guns N' Roses t-shirt, yep. high-waisted black jeans and boots. It's Especially in winter. I find winter's hard. And you would wear flared rollers jeans, a boho spell top and boots mm, yeah and we every both day. wear a variation of those things every single fucking day yeah despite yeah. having all these beautiful clothes in our covers yes. that we bought maybe for work but then just you just i just roll out of bed and i'm like that works i'll just yes. wear that i think i've gotten better with that though 
Mm. And I think for me, I was pregnant for a year, which really took me, well, not a year, I was pregnant for a year, which is, <laughs> I defied biology. It was a miracle. <laughs> I was pregnant for the good part of a year, which just really takes you out of like fashion contention. You're just like, whatever's comfortable. And I was yeah. quite large, if you recall, bump wise. <laughs> yes. So it was really just the same three maternity things. And then it was mat leave slash lockdown last year. So it was mm. track pants. Yeah. So this year I've really like at work, I feel like I'm trying different things. I'm wearing different vibes. I'm not just wearing a band tee and jeans. I even mm. have different styles of jeans now, not just high-waisted skinny jeans. Mm. So I think I'm exper- I'm proud because I feel like I'm now actually wearing a lot of the shit that I've accumulated. Yeah. And I think that's it, isn't it? Like it's isn't this like a what's that lady? Marie Kondo. Yes. Isn't this the Marie Kondo thing mm-hmm. was that you're supposed to kind of go into your cupboard and go, okay, what am I not wearing? Mm-hmm. How can I make myself wear it? Like, will I wear it? And yes. if not, you're supposed to get rid of it. Yeah. After, what, what does she say? Nine months or ten? I don't know. But you know what? I can't do that. <laughs> but it's a whole Sparks it. Joy thing. Like, I've got some old-ass bell dresses I could sell because the thing is they retain their value if not go up in value, some of them. Mm. But they still spark joy for me. It's like I'm not even necessarily going to wear it. Mm. It's maybe not even my style, but I still think it's beautiful and I don't want to part with it. And I think yeah. that's okay. Yeah, I do too. Like I think for me if I if I think about it because I sort of looked at my wardrobe briefly before we did this episode <laughs> just to like assess mm. and I think that there's definitely uh, I have like a pretty uh, like so for anyone that doesn't know me or has doesn't follow me on Instagram or something I have a very like I'm very obsessed with the 70s and I have this very like I would say quite like a flamboyant way of dressing um where I like to have the big dramatic coat and then the, like, wild frilly shirt and the yep. flares and the belt and the boots and whatever. And so I do have a lot of th- items that it's like I may not wear them all the time, but I'll wear those, like, floral pants to a party one time or whatever and I don't want to part with them because I yes. love them. Yeah. Um, but I also have four or five white T-shirts and I only wear two of them, you know. Mm. <laughs> There's, like... I reckon it's all the shit that you just keep where it's like an ill-fitting shirt or like yeah. a – it's not the nice stuff. It's the stuff that just sits in your wardrobe where you have never worn it. Yeah. And you never will or you used to wear it and it's too raggedy now to wear anymore that I would say could go. Um but I like to think that more lately, like since I well, I really went into that 70s style, right, because I started to feel like, and I don't think this, I think both of us kind of sit like slightly outside of trends. Yes. Because you kind of have a bit of like a rock 70s vibe to you. Mm. Like Josie loves like a band tee. Yeah. Um, she loves a bit of leopard. Yeah. <laughs> loves a black jean. Bit of you leather. Know? Yeah. Um, bit of leather. <laughs> And um, I feel like I've got quite like a oh, – I think I'm a bit more Western now, but I was very like like um, culty, I used to call it. Yes. And then a little bit of Western in there. And um, But prior to that, I was chasing trends yes. so hard and I felt this pressure yep. to like – I was always on the back foot with trends. And I think this is what trends do to you, right? Mm. 
you feel like you're on the back foot all the time. You're like, just when you finally buy the square toe boots, someone's like, oh, no, now we're wearing, like, chunky sole boots. Mm. And then you're like, well, fuck, I just bought <laughs> just $400 square yeah. toe boots last month, but now we're – got to go buy chunky sole boots. And then, you know, it'll be like, oh, oh, no, you're wearing – um you know, midi dresses, don't you know that now maxis are in and like, oh, knitted dresses? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's not knitted anymore. Now we're wearing like, like, cohort sets or whatever. And it's just constant, constant need to buy something new to feel like you're keeping up with everybody else. Yep. And I don't know, care how many times people say, oh, but you should be buying expensive so that it lasts in your wardrobe. If you're buying into trends, mm. it's not going to last in your wardrobe. Last. Yeah. I was the same with chasing trends and like because I had no money it was just fast fashion fast fashion fast fashion all the time and my wardrobe was just like bulging with cheap stuff I just never wore and I feel like I definitely feel like I've gotten a lot better since then that's not what I do now um after going through my wardrobe a million times doing markets selling stuff nothing though like selling like $50 worth of stuff yeah <laughs> like wasting my time and then chucking it all in the Vinny's bin mm. I learned my lesson because it just I was like what a waste yes. of money clothes how terrible for the environment I definitely don't do that anymore and if I want something I really force myself to think mm. about it and if I'm still thinking about it and I've said this to you and you've been like I want this like I remember there was a coach and mm-hmm. it was expensive mm-hmm. and I was like if you're still thinking about it in a day or two, get it. Yeah. <laughs> That's my rule. If you're still thinking about it, like, and you can picture yourself wearing it in different scenarios or with different things from your wardrobe. That's kind of the filter I use now. Yeah. But I still just, it's still just this thing of like, I'm a bit sad, so I'll just go online. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't buy anything sometimes. But it's just this, I'm just going to go on and look at sites yeah. and at the buy swap sales. And if I'm sad, I'm like, I deserve a treat. Some people eat. Some people drink wine. Some people do drugs. I was going to say, we do it all. <laughs> and they're sad. <laughs> <laughs> but I, my drug is like going and buying myself something. Yeah. That's my, that's my, what's the word? What's the word? Vice. Yes. That's my vice. Yes. I do drink wine. And yeah, I was going to say, well. until you got to the drugs bit, I was like, this is just <laughs> what we do as well. So I was like, we're going to do all these things. <laughs> no, I, I know what you mean. Like, I definitely find myself scrolling as a something cathartic to do or something. It's like a, yes. yeah. a, a mindless activity. And it's funny because... Brene Brown, who is going to come up so much in this podcast because I'm obsessed with her. <laughs> yes. She's like my life coach, except she doesn't know it. She talks about like play. So what she defines as play is like activities that you enjoy doing. So whether it's like reading mm. a book and it can be watching a TV show, but you're actually watching it or like, yeah. you know, doing a puzzle or um, playing guitar or something, you know, an actual activity is, of something that's downtime and is fun for you and relaxing. Yeah. Versus this kind of mindless state that we get into mm, where mm-hmm. we're on our phones or we're on our phones while we're watching TV or we're watching shit TV that we're not paying attention to. Just any time yeah. that you're just like in a in sort of like a void and you're yes. not actually actively doing anything. And I find shopping mm. is that for me sometimes. Like mm-hmm. I'll just go on like the iconic or I'll go on 
eBay or Etsy or something and I'm just scroll, 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 scroll and I'm kind of shopping but then I'm also just using it as a way to block out shitty feelings. Yes. And it's I think that's when we get stuck in a situation because then you do see things that you kind of want but you weren't actually looking yeah. for them. And then you no, start you buying you're just shit. looking f- to be distracted. Yeah. So you may as well look at something else like a book yeah. or yeah, a TV show that you're actually paying attention to. Yeah, it's not great. I do this thing where I go to bed early, yeah. then I look at my phone. Mm-hmm. And I'm not like I'm not like a social oh, – I do go on Instagram, but, yeah, I'll mainly go and <laughs> look at a shop or a buy swap sale and be like, mm, scroll for a bit. It didn't add anything to my life. I put my phone down. I go to sleep. It's just this weird time kill that I do. Yeah. When I could have, like, actually read a book or <laughs> yeah. enriched my life in some way. But then at the on the other hand, I'm like, it's not really harming anyone. No, and I think, like – I wouldn't say I'm like an addict in the sense that I have to buy something every time or I buy heaps yes, of dumb crap. Yeah. Like, like I think that's what kind of where we've gotten to and I think is kind of a happy medium between being this like great person <laughs> who is perfectly sustainable <laughs> in the world of fashion yeah. versus someone that is really contributing quite a lot to landfill is that we moved away from chasing trends. And so now when we do buy things, we're sort of buying things that will sit in our wardrobe for quite a long time or – things that are secondhand or vintage. Um, like it's rare these days that I would buy something that is brand new. I Yes. And I feel a bit weird when I do. Yeah. I mean, I don't, if it's jeans, like again, I still think there's this little vice oh, of that yes. I have a fear, like a fear related vice around <laughs> this style that is perfect for me is not going to exist anymore. Um, yeah. I cannot tell well, you. Well, you saw that happen to me. It literally happened yes, to me. Yes, it Remember? did. And then I couldn't find that them again. reinforced my so fear. Upset. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, but, like, for example, I have, I think, six pairs of Rollers East Coast Flares in Karen Blue, which is my favourite denim jeans. Yes. And I have six pairs because I had one that I was wearing to death, so I bought a second pair. Mm. Then mm. I they I found them on sale like like a discontinued thing on like a random site for like $60 a pair. So I was like, fuck, I'm just going to buy two more pairs because I wear these to death. And I do. I yes. reckon I wear that pair of jeans, like that color, that style, probably 75% of the year because yeah. they are my – that's my staple denim that I wear. Mm. But at the same time, did I really need six pairs? Probably not. You know, <laughs> like it's not necessary to rotate six pairs of the same jeans. Yeah, um, but it was that panic. And I remember yeah. when new brand um, brought back the jeans Yes, that had disappeared and I remember writing to yeah. you and being like, they brought them back and like nobody told me. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody told you, like, someone was going to tell you. (laughs) And then I was like, should I get another pair? You're like, yes. (laughs) In case they go again. I I think I went on and they had gone. Yes. So, I mean, that's. But I had the same thought as you of, like, I'm going to rip through these again. Yeah. The thigh is always rubbed for me and then I get a hole in the thigh. And, like, I don't know. Like, I think there can be worse things. But I definitely think if anyone out there is listening and is, like, God, I just feel like I'm constantly buying shit and throwing shit out and I do feel bad about it, but I don't know what to do about it. Like, same, Mm. firstly, but also, (laughs) but also, like, when I was in that place where I was like, I had this, like, just an icky feeling. Like, it was an icky feeling. Like, your example was perfect. Like, 
you get this, you, you do a big spring clean and you go through your shit and then you come out of it with like two or three giant garbage yes. bags of clothes that are in decent condition. Yeah. And you're like, how did I accumulate all of this? Mm. And then you go to the markets mm-hmm. and you sell like three items because mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody has this shit because it's fast fashion. So everyone's got the same yeah. shit and they're all trying to get yeah. rid of it. And then the rest of it goes to Vinny's. And then like, as I think we've, you know, Vinny's is great, like, or, or any other op shop, but at the same time, I remember them even saying at some point, I think it was around last lockdown of like, yes. stop giving us your shit. Please stop. Because yeah. we've got too much of it. And then you're like, wow, we really are over consuming because yeah. if the op shops don't even want the clothes at this point, and they, the times have changed, I'm not saying don't drop your stuff to Vinnie's, um, then what does that say about how much we're buying? Yeah. But I think and the, where is it going? Yeah, but I think <laughs> it's the best going thing, to Vinnie's. Like the best thing I did was go, I want to be this type of person. What do I want to be? I want to be a seven, like I wanted to be a seventies girl. You, maybe you want to be like a minimalist. Maybe you want to be like all color all the time, but you pick kind of a vibe and then you just Mm -hmm. shop to that. And then that vibe doesn't change. You're not changing. You're constantly changing your style dependent on what everyone else is saying is the trend. You're just Mm -hmm. really like sticking to kind of what your vibe is like I didn't buy chunky boots this year because they don't go with what I wear like I don't wear yeah, stuff that, you were just like that's nice yeah I was and like cute you just continued yeah on. yeah but maybe if I was a minimalist dresser I would have because you know it would have looked really cool yeah. with like a simple black knit dress so yeah I think that that's the trick and I'm actually seeing it happen more like I never talk about working in fashion, but I think this is the one time that it <laughs> is applicable. Yes. I'm seeing it more like when I went to Fashion Week. I was really, it was really interesting because it was two years between shows. So the last Fashion Week was two yeah. years prior because of COVID, and it was such a different energy. It was really seeing like the the people that stood out, the people that like all of the street style people wanted to photograph were people that were really just repping an individual style. Like there's yes, a girl called I love that. Maxine Wild. She's a really – she's so sweet as well. She's a very popular street style fashion girl from Melbourne um, mm. who's also really nice. So that's why I'm repping her on this podcast. Um, and she's just got this like chaotic kind of like 90s poly Pocket energy to her. Like it's like – pastel green silk midi with like a say like a barbie pink little cardi over like a little shimmery something with like you know like just such a cool like kind of 90s valley girl kind of vibe and yeah but that right is like such a specific look and you could just Mm -hmm. do that over and over again every year and it doesn't age because you've stepped out of that lane of following the trends into like this is my lane and i don't really like I just am confident in what I'm wearing um and that yeah like I feel like for me and that you're, it's kind of like you're saying the same thing when I did that mm. was when my shopping issues drastically reduced how much impact they were having on landfill like yes. I don't think I've chucked that much stuff since and when I have no. it's usually vintage or stuff I picked up from op shops so it's really just kind of going back into the circular you know, like it's yeah. not new stuff that I'm taking back to the op, taking to the op shop. It's usually stuff that I picked up from the op shop that maybe is going back to yeah. the op, op shop two yeah. years later. So, yeah. So it's better. Yeah. Um, we've definitely come a long way. Yes. <laughs> but we definitely still oh, have. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Just, it's just this weird 
compulsion. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I'm glad that it's, <laughs> and I like saying this to Julian when he kind of judges me. I'm like, I bought it off some chicken Hobart and I'm, I just sold a pair of pants to some chicken Perth. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's, one in, one out it's all going, yeah, <laughs> it's all going around. I'm, I'm taking someone else's skirt they didn't want anymore. Mm. And that feels, yeah, I still spent 200 bucks on it, but at least I can live with it's just affecting my wallet yeah it's not affecting anything else so it's a really now contained problem yes yeah (laughs) rather than it being the whole universe's problem and that's also like really because there's there's a lot of sustainability talk out there right and a lot of like i think every fashion brand in some way has you know, started a conversation around sustainability yes. or like attempted to get in on the sustainability trend because it is a trend and mm-hmm. it's a good trend. I'm happy that we are forcing companies to think about their production and, you know, yeah, what they're paying workers and how they're making their clothes. But at the same time, that is still a new thing. And I think this is something mm. I, someone was talking to me about this the other day, the other day about how, the next combo we're going to have is not, is that brand sustainable? It's, well, do you even need a new thing? Because I think that even if things are sustainable, like even if you Mm. buy a a jumper and it's like, this jumper has had no impact on the environment, it's still a new item that has been produced amongst, say, you know, 80,000 other new items of exactly the same look as it. Mm -hmm. And there's 80 other, a thousand other people that buy it or whatever. You know, I'm not, I don't know yeah. what I'm talking about. I don't work in like the business of fashion. <laughs> I'm like, what are like, what percentage of this and that? Anyway, but really we're only 100% sustainable if we just aren't buying new. Yes. But I'm never going to yeah. not be someone, I don't know, mm-hmm. that's where I think yeah. I'm like, I can't because there's yeah. certain things. There's always something else I want. I would think, oh, now I've got all the, to use spell again as an example. Now I've got all the spell that I've been wanting. Mm. But then I'll be like, some girl put up a pic in like a dress from five years ago. And I'm like, fuck, that's cute. And it looks really good on her. And she has a similar bo- body type to me. Yeah. And I've got that, like, I saw a girl with a top that I just bought and she'd paired it with this skirt, similar body type to me. And I was like, that looks fucking amazing. Now I need the skirt. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, <laughs> I, just, I just keep adding things. Yeah. And it's not just spell. It's like, you know, I love that brand Made Warm, which is so ridiculous because mm. they're fake looking, like fake vintage band tees. Oh, and you know it. I have a lot of vintage band yeah. tees too. So tick that one for sustainability. But Made Warm, like they're all handmade. They're like works of art, someone once said mm. when justifying my purchases. But I'll be like, oh, yeah, I've got like heaps of Made Warm. And then they'll bring out a new, this happened yesterday, Tom Petty one. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, now I need Tom Petty because that'll go with those pants yes. that I have. And I'm like, stop. Like, <laughs> it's, it's just always something else. And I just think that that's me. Yeah, and I think so too. Like, it's my fucking money, you know? Yeah, and I also <laughs> think like this is the thing with everything in life, right, As particularly now and I feel it. This is kind of why we started this podcast really is that there's like a lot of pressure on us to mm-hmm. be better in yep. so many aspects of our lives and there's a lot of noise around it all the time. Like like there's constant noise on the internet, on your Instagram, on media, from wherever about yep. 
like, you should be doing this, you shouldn't be doing that. And I, I think that it's too, like, the, the more pressure we put on ourselves to do the right thing all the time, the more we're just going to feel like this overwhelming hopelessness that we can't yes. do things. Yes, and like a fucking failure. Yeah, and I think it's kind of, yeah, like I am, I feel, on a journey <laughs> toward <laughs> like I'm very much more consciously, I'm consciously yes. aware now of when I'm buying new things. Like I feel it more intensely in that sense of going, Oh, do I really need this thing? I feel yeah. I feel like yeah, this icky consumerism around mm-hmm. myself when I'm buying new shit, right? Like this yeah. lockdown, I was like, do not buy another track pant. <laughs> do not buy another <laughs> jumper. You have so many fucking jumpers. You don't need another one. And it's interesting also because I've been living with Tom for lockdown and he bought two hoodies, a black one and an oatmeal colored one, right? Yeah. And I was like, Today I was like, don't you think you need a third hoodie? Like yeah. you're just alternating between them and that one gets dirty and then you've only got the other one. And he's like, well, that's why I have yeah. two because if one gets dirty, I have the other one. And I was like, yeah. there's such oh, a simple boys. and logical way of looking at it. Like, I know. You know? So I, I am getting there, but I think that my where I am falling down and where I would like to try a bit harder to – and I think this is – look, it's all interconnected, right, because this is part of anxiety for me as well, is that I mm. – the panic, because I think that mm. that is where I make the bigger mistakes in terms of buying some shit that I then don't like but doesn't have a return policy on it and then <laughs> I have to, like, try and sell it and then I can't sell it so it just sits in my yes. wardrobe and then eventually yeah. it gets taken off to Vinny's and, yeah. But honestly, like, I think if we – I think if it's something that someone listening is having an issue with, that's my best advice would be the try and find your style and decide what yes. you want it to be. And, like, I made 70s my style. I wasn't naturally a 70s person. I just wanted to be a 70s person and then I worked toward that. Yeah. And so it's like you can just decide that you're going to be a minimalist or decide you're going to be a maximalist. Yeah, what do you vibe on? It doesn't matter. What do you you could yeah. be a 90s girl. You can be, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, but just stick to it, like, Pick something that gives you joy, like sparks joy. Yes. And then stick to it. Go for the rock tees like Josie does. But yeah, that's mine. What do you think? What's your top advice as a slightly reformed consumer? <sighs> yeah, I just think like consider it. Like really, what are you going to wear it with? Like is it going to give you that return on investment? And then mm. where is it going to go? Like like you said, is there a return policy if you're not mm. into it? Does it have resale value? So whenever I buy, once again, bringing up Spell, it's basically the only thing, unless you were buying really designer. Mm. Like I, I'm not into like high-end kind of stuff. But I know there is a lot of buy, swap, sell groups like high-end, which was a classic mm-hmm. on Facebook, which, you know, designer stuff also holds its value. So if you're really into labels – then fine. But I think with Spell, I'm like, well, I know that I can sell this and get my money back or most of my money back or get more of my, you know, more than my money back. So it feels like a safer purchase. Yeah. But if you just, I don't know, I don't want to like name and shame fast fashion. You're at a fast fashion store and you think, oh, I want this and you can't really see, you know, you think you might wear it this season or it might look cute at a wedding next year if you possibly get invited to one. Like, Yeah. yeah, it's maybe not like, I just think be really logical, be sensible. And if you could still see, see yourself wearing it in, like, 10 years because it's just, like, the most beautiful leather jacket that you've ever seen. It's real leather and you're not, like, vegan and that's fine with you to wear real leather and it's 
you know, been made really well, then buy it. Yeah. Like, because I've got my leather jacket, I realized I've had for like six years. Yeah. And it's perfection. I love it. And I haven't bought another one. Yeah. So tick there. Yeah, totally. I just think really look at like the lifespan of it yes. within your life and within the world. And if it's just going to clog up a Vinnie's next year, yeah. then don't get it. Yeah. And just, yeah, save your pennies for like, you know. I, I always, I started to go, well, I'd rather buy one $300 dress than $10, $30 dollars tops. Wow, is that even the right maths? Yes. Maths is not my Amazingly it was. And then that's shocking, isn't it? Because how often do we buy $10, $30 items that we are mm. shit and we don't even like yes. that much? And that's what I was throwing out. Yeah. And I was just like, no, I'd actually rather just get the dress that is going to spark joy, even though I don't really wear it, but it's just beautiful. And I'm like, totally. I could wear it and I have it and I own it and I love it. Or get the like, $60 dress. Like, it's not even a price thing, is it? Because it's like, get the $60 dress if you will wear yes. it. Then yeah. it's fine. And like, when I was in uni and stuff and like, I didn't have the money for the $300 dresses, it was yeah. like, I would go and buy, you know, I think the uni lifestyle that we had that kind of is almost like why did that go out the window (laughs) yeah because like I was great at being thrifty and and it was like I could pull together a cute outfit by Mm. buying like yeah like a $30 fast fashion Mm. dress and you know wearing it with my tights and these boots and a cardigan for I mean look this is 2006 okay so bear with me Mm. for uni (laughs) and then I would change it to like a different pair of boots for a party and it was still cool i don't know like it really is all relative obviously to like the money you make and what you like to spend your money on but like Mm. it it still works out that way like go would you do you go buy like off the bargain rack five five dollar tops that you then get home and you're like uh like Two out of mm. these are cool, but I was panicking and I thought the other ones were cool. Or do you go and spend <laughs> that, yeah, on the $50 dress and then you wear that all the yeah. time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think be sensible. I think you've got to be sensible. Yeah. And you've got to tell like that panic listening. brain to shut up. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, take a breath. Yes, take but a breath. Is such, like, that is breath, the best advice yeah. I reckon you've ever given me for fashion is. And I've I've adopted it a lot. Like, stop. Mm. shut the browser down <laughs> yeah go to you're something still else thinking yes about and you're literally like picturing yourself mm. wearing it and like in several scenarios not just the wedding next year mm. <laughs> or the book launch go for it yeah i think because then you you're actually gonna get the wear out of it yeah but yeah it's just some people are foodies. Some people like fast car, fancy cars. Yeah. Like everyone likes to spend their money on something. Yes, you know? exactly. And I think for us, it is truly, I, I don't even say fashion because <laughs> for me, I'm not like, like you said, I'm not like a trend person. Mm. I, I would just say clothes. <laughs> I like buying clothes. I mean, it's still fashion. It's just That's our fashion, do. right? Um, but thanks for listening, guys. Uh, as always, we don't know why you do because... <laughs> We just talk so much shit. Um, yeah, we just talk at each other. We do. Uh, come join us in the Facebook group, which exists, we've decided. We're recording in advance here, so we're talking about things that yeah, don't exist yet, but it exist. will be there. You just have to figure out where <laughs> so it is. these things don't actually exist. 
<laughs> Instagram exists. Don't know what it's called. Email yeah. exists. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what it They're is. They're just there. But in the show in notes, the show I notes. leaning on this because I'm like, by the time it goes up, we'll have written all this <laughs> yes. in the show notes, so you can you can get in touch with us and share your what's your vice, your spending yes, vice. Yes, tell us. Anyone that ha- I didn't even get into this, but anyone that has a kid, especially I don't want to be sexist, but especially a daughter, mm-hmm. my god. I now just channel it into buying shit for Rosa. Oh, yes. So that's a whole other thing. I can that's see how that would episode. happen too. Like I've, I it's the tonal outfits. There's so oh, many cute kid outfits. There's so many cute kid outfits. It's hard. <laughs> and they grow. So it's like, oh, I've got to buy oh, like 5,000 new things. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, that's a whole other money side. I was going to say anyway, one last thing that I was going to say was a really yes. great way to help like satisfy that part of you that likes new shit without spending more is a swap meet. Oh, mm. my fucking God. They're so much fun. I think it works for kids too. I've never done it. Oh, we should yeah. do it. Let's do one. Swap meets are so much oh, fun. Fuck. Oh, it's the most fun yeah. thing because what you do is you just bring things that you – you get a few friends together and it ideally get people that have similar style to you, similar sizes to you, you know, that kind of thing. Mm. Bring a whole bunch yes. of people together and Otherwise you pick, say, yeah. 10 things in your wardrobe that you don't want anymore, you don't wear enough, but are still in great condition, great stuff, like not your mm. old white T-shirt, like that cute mm. skirt that you just don't get enough wear out of. And you all bring them and then it's kind of like you take home a few things that you, you know, someone else has brought and they take home things that you brought and then yeah. it's just this really cute way of, like you emptied your wardrobe and you filled it, but you didn't spend any money. Yeah, and you didn't. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's not great if you're trying to downsize, but it's good if you yeah. just like the thrill of getting new shit. Yeah, and I think for babies that would be like a vibe too because you could bring all your baby Definitely, clothes and then yeah. pick up ones that are in the right size. Anyway, just a vibe. Yeah, just a little Swap vibe meet. at the end there for you. I love that. Great tip, Mel. But yeah, um, see you next week. 